all right, all right. We're we're live. We're definitely live. So awesome. Today, <laughs> today um, I have Ciara from, um, and you can follow her at the Magic Mirror on Twitter. Uh, yep. Twitter, the, YouTube, and Instagram. Yes. Yes. And how do you spell it? Um. So it's the Magic Mirror. So T H E M A G I C, and then Mirror M U I R. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much to, for making that difficult part that I struggle with. <laughs> you are totally <laughs> welcome. <laughs> so I want to ask you um, to start things off. Um, I see that you have uh, a passion for self-love, for teaching people how to um, love themselves. And where did that start for you? How did that come about? So... Oh, oh my gosh. So it was definitely the start of an absolute collapse for me. So I was at a point in my life where I was 21 years old. I was about to graduate from college and I had absolutely no idea how to take care of myself. And I had absolutely no self-love for myself at all. Like I just, I wasn't taking care of myself properly, which also ties in with self-love because I didn't love myself, so I didn't go out of the way to take care of myself. And I was in this really toxic relationship for six years, and we both were just not good for each other. And I just, every single day that I would get home from class, I would just go to bed. I literally, like, couldn't leave my bed because of how much, like, I hated myself, how much I hated my life. Like, I remember, like, looking in the mirror and just, like, being disgusted with who I am. And I just had, like, it just all clicked with me that I needed to feel better. Like, I had one life, one body. Like, this is all that I get in this in this lifetime. And I just started making the changes. Like, I was sick of it. Yeah. I was sick of comparing myself to everybody else I would see on social media and just, like, it was just, it was such a bad point in my life where I just needed to make the change in myself. And what was the first step? What was the first thing that really clicked with you and improved yourself with? So the first step that I actually just, that just like started this like rock slide of changes was when I ended up into that relationship. Okay. So I personally... I am an extremely empathetic person and every time that I tried to break up with this guy he would just kind of manipulate me into staying with him he would guilt me and I was just would feel so bad for mine feel his pain so I felt like I couldn't hurt him and I risked myself my my own happiness to save his and so being able to leave him was like a huge step for me because I had been with him since I was 16 years old and I was 21 years old, six years of my life. And I thought that I was stuck with him forever. Like I didn't know that there was a life outside of him. And he kind of told me that no one would ever want to be with me. No one ever, no one is ever going to put up with you like how I did. And so that getting out of that was just the huge wake up call that I needed. Do you feel like, um, I, I've noticed that people who don't love themselves, especially females, um, they, they tend to attract that type of relationship where it's, it's toxic. Do you think yes. um, there's a connection there? Oh, most definitely. And 
getting into that, why most females that attract these kind of relationships, it also has to do with the relationship that they have with their father. So the the foundation, the relationships we have with our parents actually set the foundation for the relationships that we're going to have throughout our entire life. So if you have a poor relationship with your father, you're going to continue to try and fill that void and find someone who's similar to the same way that your dad has treated you. And that's exactly what I got. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know a person, uh, a female who's really dear to me. Mm-hmm. And um, she, everything you've described, like, fits her life. Just, it just literally, it just describes her as well. Um, but she, she knows her, uh, her father. Um, uh-huh. They don't have the best relationship, but uh, it's, there's nothing uh really missing in terms of he's in her life you know but they don't get along but yeah see that's it right there like my dad's in my life too and he's been in my life my entire life but he's not emotionally there and that's the problem and it's like it's not even like your dad could be there but not be really present you know and so it was just like more of like the emotional and the psychological abuse of him not being there like he he both he did some mean things like with his actions, but he just wasn't there for me as a parent, as a father. I didn't have a good father figure. So on the external surface, every could everything could be appearing as like a good father. But when it comes down to it, they're really not. Wow. This makes perfect sense. This, <laughs> thank you so much. Like that this makes man, because Cause like that always confused me, because I'm mm-hmm. thinking, yeah, on the surface, he is, uh, you know, a middle aged uh, or middle class, or even a higher class man goes to church and whatnot. You know, like I'm like, what is going on? But I realized, yeah, and I cause I, I experienced that in my life too, where my parents, um, you know, they they were there. Um, my my Chinese parents. Um, mm-hmm. Our relationships are a lot better now, but. Definitely growing up, um, you know, struggling with, with just depression and being lonely and um, and coming home every day and just always getting yelled at and just for nothing. And, and, yeah. Um, yeah. And I had both my parents, but it's like they, they weren't really there at all, <laughs> like at all. Not there for me emotionally, definitely. I didn't even, I wasn't able to express my emotions until I, I got out of this um until this uh, breakup I had where uh, I did a lot of soul searching and realized, wow, like, I have uh, I had a lot of issues with ex- expressing because I thought that to be a man um, or to be a strong human being, you can't express your emotions. So I couldn't express, express to my uh, ex that like, I, fully, I fully loved her. Yeah. Um, no, that's actually, that's really common. So people who aren't awake to yeah. the extent that we are, yeah. uh, they're not going to be there properly for their children. So that's, you were emotionally neglected. So yeah. that is a form of abuse. So that's what you needed to click in or connect to your wounded inner child and fix that. Because as parents, like, we should allow both our male, our sons and daughters to to express themselves and this society has just put so much pressure onto men to the point where they feel like that they can't express themselves emotionally. And so that there's like a blockage in that part of them. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and just just a message to all the uh, men out there. Um, just look within yourself to make sure that you don't have this issue. Because I look at almost everyone um, around the area that I am, all the all the males, and I realize, wow, pretty much all of them suffer this issue. There's, I, I look yeah. at all the unhappy relationships, and I see all the men. Um, they're just like I was in that relationship where um, I just wasn't able to just I don't know open up, and I see that really affecting um, the relationship. I see that all these couples they're unhappy, and a lot of it is it's uh, I see it's just this thing that I used to tr- struggle with. I see a lot of relationships where it's the, the friendship in that relationship stops. You know, like I remember with my uh, ex, like I. We stopped being friends in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounds weird, but... <laughs> yeah. No, it makes sense. No, <laughs> so many people struggle with this. So once you're able to unwake, awaken and then just, like, unlock this different part of your consciousness, like, you're able to understand, like, how to have harmonious relationships where you guys can both just express yourselves and spill your heart out on the table. Like, I'm in a relationship now... Um, and my boyfriend, like, he is, he has this balanced out his masculinity and his feminine side. So yeah. he is able to be empathetic with me and he can pick up on my emotions. So if I'm like telling him a, like a really, like, if I'm expressing myself to him, he'll actually start tearing up. And it's really beautiful because I've never have been able to experience that with a man. And then he can also just be that macho man as well. Yeah. How does um? I'm not very familiar with the concepts of uh, divine masculine and divine feminine. Um, do you know much about that? Like, you know, just the balance of masculine and feminine energy. Yes. So How's it actually it? intertwines with the left brain and the right brain. Okay. So the left brain controls the right side of our body. The right brain controls the left side of our body. Now. Our left side of our brain is the masculine and the right side is the feminine. So, with that said, the, so in um, our society, it's all about structure. It's all about logic. So, that's all part of the left side of the brain, which is the divine masculine. The right side of the brain has to do with the divine feminine, which is about trusting your intuition, trusting your heart, being able to express your emotions. So, with the divine feminine, we are able to birth reality. We're be we're able to birth a new like person into this world, and it's our creative energy, it's our emotions, it's love, compassion, and masculine is about structure, logic. Um, just I'm trying to think of the other word. I'm trying, it's not flowing to me, but that's when there there's not a proper balance. It's just all one sided, and so that's where our current society is and now we're moving towards incorporating and implementing the divine feminine into the world now so that's why we see all these people awakening and now expressing their emotions and feeling compassion and integrating the love frequency has society ever experienced more of that feminine energy the feminine virtue yeah, you know, like, has it, has feminine, has it ever been fem, yeah, female, feminine energy dominant? 
No. Women have always been shut down. And I know a lot of the females that I have in my tribe, um, we have an understanding that it's because the masculine is afraid of the power that females have. Because ultimately, like, we are the ones who are able to birth new consciousness into this reality. And it intimidates males. That's why women have had their rights taken away. That's so crazy. It's been been like that all throughout history. Yes. (laughs) It has. It's really sad, but we're coming back. The women (laughs) are going to be the leaders of this mighty tribe. (laughs) So... So in the best, uh, in the ideal situation, would that be, um, it would be, be a balanced society? Is what we're yes. aiming after? Yeah, so what we're actually seeing in businesses right now is that we're, they're starting to implement the divine feminine, which is compassion and love and soul. They're adding soul back into the businesses. So it's not just about making money. It's about actually yeah. providing helpful services and that's something that we haven't seen before because before it was all about the money 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 numbers numbers like meeting the goals and quotas and now people are awakening and it's shifting yeah. i have a personal question for you that yes. uh, that's related to this so um as you may or may not know i have been lucky enough to be able to be really present um, since 2016, I've been able to uh, just kind of be predominantly in the present moment. And with that comes intuition. And like I, I tell people, I don't use my logical brain anymore in the sense that like when I make any decisions, I don't go into my thoughts. I literally make decisions based on whatever surfaces from the present moment. Like there, yeah. Like, for intuition and so that always made me um kind of uh, a little bit confused when i think about divine masculine that's logic and so that's a divine feminine trait right there following your intuition yeah so I, I, sorry i just feel like uh, um being present and just following your intuition is the right way to go um but so like but then when does the logic come into play you know when is it necessary to use logic (laughs) (laughs) dang that's a good way that i never really thought about that yeah because i mean i i've been a very logical person my whole life um i i feel like um i identify as um with the masculine traits heavily like i'm really very confident and i'm very uh like uh uh, forward uh, assertive you know like um I'd rather be on offense than defense type of thing. Yeah. But, you know, with the present moment, it's like, that's more intuitive. But, you know, but then, like, I just feel like it just it throws logic out the door. But you still have to, like, you have to incorporate the balance of it, though. So it's just like, yeah, you know, you have this inner knowing within you on, like, let's say whatever path that you're going to take. So yeah. I want to be um, a social media influencer. So my intuition is guiding me and I have all the answers and the steps to get there. But I also have to use the logical sense of how to properly, like what's the logical reasoning behind the amount of money that I'm going to make. And I have to go and 
into the statistics and see how many people, how long it's actually taken other people to get there. So it's just like my inner knowing knows that I'm going to be safe, that this is how I'm going to be able to make my income. Whereas the logical mind is just like, no, it takes time. It takes up to probably two years. And then my intuition is just like, no, you're limiting yourself. <laughs> and so it's kind of, it's a dance. It goes dances back and forth. And that's when you sit back and you observe and you continue to listen to both your heart and your, your mind. Yeah, that's a lot to digest. That's a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It is. It definitely is. And then I know a lot of people when they first start taking on this journey, they happen to get a little lost and they get especially with the law of attraction, like yeah. the way that it's pro- it's not really presented in the best way where it actually increases delusional thinking. Whereas people are thinking that, oh, I could just change my thoughts and then bam my whole life is going to be great. Like, no, that's where the masculine energy comes in. And it's just like, you actually have to put in the work to manifest that. And I know so many people who have been on this journey where they're just like, okay, I'm thinking my, I'm changing my thoughts and good things are going to happen. I'm going to make money. Money is coming to me, but it's just like, there's more to it than that. Okay. So there is the um, there is the kind of prepaving like there's the feminine side where you are uh, changing your internal world and you are doing the um, spiritual work. Yes. And then there's the masculine where it's the the go getting. Yes. So you're in, you're changing your internal world, which is therefore going to reflect into your external world because you're fixing all these aspects inside of yourself that prior were holding you back from reaching your optimal reality. But now that you've made these changes, you're able to go out there and make the moves to make that your reality. So you can't just sit back and expect it to happen. And that's what the law of attraction actually teaches. So that is why so many people are actually against like the, the secret and Rhonda Bryan and just like the teachings that are like so widespread right now. Yeah. I have a problem with that too. Yeah, me too. So I honestly, like, I don't even really like to really use the word manifest. Yeah. Because it's just like, it's just a gray area. And people don't, it's, it is a universal law, but there's more to it than what is taught. Yeah, it's so funny. It's, it's like, um, it's such a simple yet complex um, concept, especially, especially with so many people having so many different interpretations of it and then like there's the internet and then it's just like gets out of hand. <laughs> yeah and then there's like we can go down a whole nother rabbit hole where you can make things happen by channeling spirits and then like opening different dimensions like there's oh, just so goodness. much more that goes into it than just oh my goodness that <laughs> oh my goodness I, I i'm not even there yet with that like when we talked about channeling um like i I'm not even familiar with that. Like just being able to um, uh, conjure up, like what wh- what is that? Like you know, you, me and you talked about uh, summoning. Uh, what yeah, is it? Um, ascended masters. So ascended masters, the energy of like Buddha and Jesus Christ, and 
anyone you possibly could imagine that has existed on this plane before, you can channel that energy. And you can actually channel the energy of the collective consciousness. So think of it as just like our brains are like computers. And so what you do is that whatever you want to search for, you set that intention and your mind is going to search for that in the collective consciousness, which is just like the internet. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I had like, I actually had this like whole download of how channeling works and I have interpreted it as our minds are like computers. It is truly like a freaking computer. And when we're upgrading, our body doesn't just like upgrade overnight or just like it doesn't just happen all at once. Just like when you're upgrading a new software on your computer, it takes time, right? It's slowly like uploading like 50%, 90%, 80%, but it's in that same way. So back to the channeling. So when you're in this deep state of meditation or you don't even have to be in a state of meditation, you just have to be in a state of when you're centered and you can ask, you can literally just set the intention to ask whatever it is that you want to know and be receptive to it and know that answer is going to come to you and it will. And depending on what kind of experience that you're open to, it can manifest into different ways. Whereas like your spirit guides or the ascended master could come to you in a meditation or they can come to you while you're dreaming. And you could even be in this state of dreaming, not all the way asleep, but not fully conscious and have this interaction with one of these beings, which I've had before. So it doesn't have to be during that meditation. It no. The answer might come just some later time. Yes. So I actually call them downloads when I get the information because it could happen at any time. Like I'll just be sitting in my bed and get them. I'll be driving my car. I'll be at work and all these answers will start coming in. And it's just like, you know how you have that little voice of your intuition, right? Yeah. It comes in that same way. Yeah. But yeah. sometimes it could also come in through visions. Wow. Yeah, it depends on what you have unlocked within yourself. Yeah, that's that's something that it's like I'm not I haven't been able to unlock any visions or anything like that. I've always been um I, I've been work um practicing lately. Um I had this download um the other day. Uh, uh something told me that hey, I should write down my questions because I realized every time I've, I've been able to be clear on my questions and write them down and ask my angels or just just ask it onto the universe. Yeah. Like, the answer comes literally back. comes, like, quick. <laughs> yes. So that's just another way. Like, you don't even have to, like, I honestly, I'm the same way. So I write down my questions and then they come. Sometimes they'll come in synchronistic events or experiences where another person answers that question through a conversation that we have. So it literally is so cool. Or like I'll get guided to watch this video and the the answer to my question is in there. Or my dreams. Like I always have them a lot through my dreams too. Okay, about dreams. So I'm um I've always been a little bit uh sketch about listening to my dreams because i i kind of have a little bit of a psychology background no, i never i didn't go to school for it but i've been uh-huh. studying 
my own because uh, I used to be very shy and I used psychology and going to my subconscious mind and doing all this programming literally like a computer rewiring yeah. subconscious mind that's something that like I feel like I've just been studying for so long and um so uh psychologists think or at least you no know, the teachers the they're more mundane people they're not spiritual but I've always had it ingrained in my head that dreams are kind of just um just kind of like what goes on throughout the day kind of like being played mm -hmm. over as you sleep but you don't think it's necessarily it's, it's uh do you okay think it's more divine so what i've got from psychology is that the dreams that you have are a reflection of your subconscious mind yeah. so yeah. your subconscious mind is trying to show you something that it needs to be dealt with and then there's also this other spiritual sense aspect to it so I have a mixture of both my subconscious mind and I also have experiences where I'm having out-of-body experiences. I'm, I'm going to different dimensions and training and having these different experiences. And I know the difference between the two based off of how my body feels in the morning. Wow, that's powerful. So <laughs> I, I literally will feel like I haven't slept when I'm in the astral world. You haven't and slept? Then yeah, it feels like I haven't slept. Like I've been just working the whole night. And it yeah. feels sometimes it feels like I got hit by a train. I'll have body aches, which this is how it's been this whole entire week for me. Oh my goodness. Um and also you have prophetic prophetic dreams as well, which is the visions. And that's also a different kind of feeling. So there's just like it's just start that's why you have to start writing down your dreams and then asking the questions and asking whoever it is that you connect to to show you like which one like how to di differentiate between what dream is what that's powerful that's so powerful because it all goes back to listening to your own intuition and <laughs> i've never thought about that in regards to dreams yeah and it's serious like you really like the dream work is very 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 powerful and you can also in your dreams be doing the inner work no like way. the what no way that's crazy yes i do inner work in my dreams and like i'll have these like deep touching dreams where i'm like crying i feel the emotional release that i'm having in the dreams and the next morning i'm just like okay i, I dealt with that okay so it's so cool because i had like i had a rather traumatic life so i have a lot to work through and I've been able to, I usually am working on it every single day, but now I've been able to do it in my dreams. I was like, oh, I didn't even know you could do that <laughs> until the last month. That's insane. So do you keep a uh, dream journal? Um, so my guides are actually telling me to start doing that again. I used to. I used to keep a dream journal, but now I'm at the point where I just remember everything. What? Um, but I was just guided on Monday, Monday night to start recording my dreams again because I need to start reflecting back on them okay so when i started to record my dreams I, I i've been pretty on and off but um i remember back in 10th grade 11th grade i was recording i was just uh, writing down my dreams and then my dreams would get very vivid and it would be like i would be experiencing a movie every night but mm -hmm. but it was like my quality of sleep kind of sucked in terms of when I wake up, I felt groggy. Like, I felt like my mind has been working the whole time while I was sleeping. So I wasn't yeah. getting a restful sleep. 
Yep, that's definitely one of those experiences where you're you're. It's like you're going through training sometimes. Oh man! <laughs> so can I have the best of both worlds where I'm doing this dream work and I'm experiencing basically a, a new movie every night and, and and still wake up feeling refreshed? Oh, I wish I could say yes. Um, from my experience at this far, no. <laughs> oh man. I honestly, like, I'm at the point where I just, like, I want to break from the dreams. Because I am going, it's like you travel through different dimensions through your dreams. So it's just, like, different series of what's happening. <laughs> Are you lucid in your dreams? Um, no. No, not always. Sometimes. So, um, when, when you have these dreams, um, you're... You're not totally conscious. Like, you can't move your character. No. I'm aware of that. I'm dreaming, though, but I don't. Yeah. I have done it before. It, it freaks me out. Lucid dreaming freaks me out. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I want to dive yeah. more into that, though. I want to, like, let go of that fear. But I've just heard of a lot of horror stories. And um, I'm going to share a little personal story. So, I actually projected <laughs> right, like, around the time, like, I first started awakening. And I actually brought back a demon with me and I was house sitting and the demon, I brought back the demon and I I remember clearing the energy out of the house. Like I literally had to like fight the freaking entity off, but the woman, like she could sense that I brought something over and she actually like stopped talking to me. Wait, who's this woman? She was one of my, she was my dance professor um, at UCR. And we became, like, best friends. Like, we were really, really close. Yeah. And she's also, like, a really spiritual person. But she's definitely on a higher level. She was, like, she's, like, in her 50s. And I was just starting my journey. And I didn't really know what I was tapping into. And I didn't properly protect myself while doing that. So I brought back a really dark energy. Like, it was so much to the point that my boyfriend picked up on it, too. And he wouldn't even stay with me at the house because of what he felt. And I remember, like, when I was astral projecting, like, it was just, like, I ran into, like, some satanic, like, entity with horns. Were you in a lower vibrational state at that point? Yes, I was. Okay. So, do you think that, uh, well, I I like to think of myself as having a pretty... Yeah, you're you're good now. Like I'm you good. can do it. <laughs> I'm good yeah. for sure. <laughs> I could do it too, honestly. I'm in a much high vibratory state right, than I was. Right. When I first awakened, I was still purging a lot of negativity and I was still like detoxing from the medication that I was on. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was around that's when I did it. So I guess I kinda ha- grew a fear to it. So and I just haven't really thought about doing it. But I should almost this is like confirmation that I should do it again. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wait, did you have a technique or? Actually, yeah, there is a technique. So your head, okay. So this kind of goes into like a little bit of the witchcraft too. So you, do you have bay leaves? Um, I can guess so. So you sleep with bay leaves under your pillow, which actually induces your psychic abilities. What? And it also helps you astral project instantly like instantaneously i did it no problem um and you also have to sleep with your head facing north 
which makes sense because my bed is facing north right now, which is probably I'm actually astral projecting every night, probably unconsciously. <laughs> well, I think we all do, right? Yeah. But this was just like a different kind of I guess it was an intentional astral projection. And I was aware that I was astral projecting. Wow. I, I remember being at a young age, I would buy these courses online teaching me how to astral project and uh, I'll spend like hundreds of dollars on these courses and uh furthest I got was learning how like these techniques where um I have to get into like a almost almost uh sleeping state and then imagine there's a rope um in front of me and, and then i have to like pull on it with my spirit or something and try to go up and i just never had any success and mm-hmm. I, yeah i just I, i'm gonna try this bay leaf thing out <laughs> but yeah but, and um i also i'm gonna definitely advise you just like try not to get too wrapped up in it like that's something that i did personally like we all are here working on our purposes and then like there's all this other exciting stuff that we can do and then like we just get so lured into that and that we kind of lose sight of our purpose so I guess I'm just telling you to be mindful of it and just because <laughs> I know how it gets dude I, <laughs> it really, it just, I was so excited about doing it all and then I just kind of got really caught up in it what? like just just stops podcasting stop like doing yeah like stuff. because just, you just get just, so like invested into it because there's just you can just go so far down the rabbit hole what so what is this astral world <laughs> um there's a tons of different theories of it but it's just like a different dimension we live okay. on a plane that ex- that multiple dimensions exist and we're integrating into the fifth dimension now, or I guess some have already said that we're here already. And what exactly is the fifth dimension? I, I can't, yeah, I just never fully like uh, understood that. What's the fifth dimension? So that's how the whole entire collective is awakening to this higher level of consciousness. So if you, it's a state of consciousness that we are, that we exist in, that take us to this fifth dimensional way of life. So some people are still in the 3D and others are in the 5D. So right now we're in the 5D because we practice mindfulness and we understand, we listen to our intuition and we're able to see the beauty and the joy and the bliss in this life. And we're starting to understand the balance between the masculine and the feminine and everything is revealed. Everyone is seen for what they are now. Like, whereas before people were able to get away with their bad behavior but in the fifth dimension everyone is shown for who who they truly are you can see everyone's true intentions now oh so it's not a whole nother realm right like it's, I, it I is thought, technically it is but right? yeah. some people believe that to be a different realm yeah i don't really know like it's I more just, like a it's more like a realm of consciousness I feel, yeah, I feel like it's just a different level of consciousness. I don't feel like it's a different dimension. Like a world, you know, like. Yeah, I don't think it's a different uh, world. Yeah. But other people believe differently, and maybe we are elevating to that. Like, maybe we will go there. Like, I don't really know. Like, no one really knows. (laughs) Yeah, I I just know that um, this topic is just talked about way more. That's why, like, I've I've been hearing about it, but I've never... um, done my research on that because i'm so focused on writing this book and like yeah and don't honestly like 
I recommend not getting too lost in it. Like, just like, okay, let's just see where life takes us. Like, just keep remaining present and then just ask for signs, like, from your guides. Just whatever questions that you have, just ask and ask to be shown. And I guess I don't really know too much about that because I haven't really wanted to go down that route, I guess. Yeah. People literally just, like, obsess over, like, look on Twitter. That's literally all they talk about. (laughs) I think I think uh, I'm really conscious about who who I follow and whatnot. So literally, my Twitter is just all good spirits. Like, oh, my Twitter is just yeah. Fun. I'm gonna have to go through mine and follow a lot of people. Yeah. Well, here's my thing. Um, I started my Twitter page like a long time back, and I was following like a bunch of people, and I, um, but like I never had any following or anything. But it wasn't until like five months ago I started to kind of get serious about twitter and then yeah um but i had like a billion people i was following and i remember i was like how am i gonna i remember asking like how am i going to get rid of my following um all the <laughs> people that i was following and then just one day it was like 20 minutes i literally got bored and i just started unfollowing people really quickly and in, in less than like 15 20 minutes i was like wow i've done it it was, it's actually way quicker than you think. Okay, well, I'm going to do that tomorrow. Because <laughs> it's time. Like, yeah, there's just... Because I, um, I was really going down, like, more of, like, the witchcraft kind of spirituality oh, about yeah. a year ago. Oh, yeah. Um, I have, like, a bloodline of that, which is in my family. So I was drawn to that. Yeah. So that's not really... That doesn't resonate with me anymore as so, much. So just, like, some aspects of it. So I have a question. So, okay, our spirituality does definitely line up, but what is, like, what we're doing? You know, like, I didn't even realize there was different types of spirituality. Like, I look, before I got on Twitter about, like, you know, four or five months ago, I just thought, first of all, I, I thought, like, I was the only awakened human being, you know? I'm yeah. only in my own realm. I was like, wow, like, am I just a weird dude? Or, am, am, like, am I tripping or am I actually awakened like I think I am? But all I knew at the time was present moment, law of attraction type stuff. And then get on Twitter and I see all these people and I'm just like, wow. But then um, it's like there's so many branches. You know, there's, wit- there's witchcraft and there's people who are into, like, the drugs. And then there's people yeah. who are so into the astral realm. And then they... Those those people are like on a whole nother level. That's why I'm telling you, like, don't get wrapped up in it. <laughs> That's Listen, because there's so many different branches of it. You opened up a rabbit hole. Yeah. Just, just, okay. Just now. <laughs> I know. I because I went down the route. I went. I, I explored every rabbit hole that there probably was. Because I um, I took six months off of work and I just was in a deep meditation and I just I explored all of them because I was curious. Oh, so I have so experience awesome, from though. all different kinds of. Yeah, I've I've experienced it all. I went down to the end of the rabbit hole of witchcraft, and I, oh, yeah. yeah, it is. I would love to share that experience on a podcast because it's literally freaking insane. <laughs> and then I went down. Just now, I'm just more on like the universal route of spirituality, where it's just like the frequencies and the good, like just mindfulness. And I don't want to, I don't want to mess with that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay, so. What would you call? What if you have to coin label it? Yeah, awake like higher consciousness. Okay, okay. 
I like that. Yeah. Higher consciousness. And, yeah, because that's really what it is, because I feel like some of the branches of spirituality, like, they're just not, they're still so ego-based. I've noticed. And I am completely diminishing my ego. Like, I, well, I'm not diminishing her. Like, she's still a part of me, but yeah. the control of the ego. Yeah. And a lot of people use their spirituality to boost their ego. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, I got away from all those people. <laughs> okay, well, can you give us an idea, just a little idea of what exactly is witchcraft like what exactly what's the difference you know oh my goodness so it is a dark it is there's a lot of bad intentions with witchcraft and actually um this entire reality from my perspective is based off of black magic which this entire matrix we are under a spell we are all asleep because we are under this spell um I've seen the back doors of black magic and I know that the kind of power that it has, why wouldn't the people in charge of us be using it? Oh, wow. Yeah. So I really like when I'm telling you, I went down like a a rabbit hole. Like I really did. Like I I've experienced some really, really crazy things with black magic or just magic in general. Like I wasn't practicing black magic. Like I was just, I guess what they call like a white witch, which is, it's like a green witch who worships the earth. It's like green witch, white witch. There's different kinds of witches, but I didn't really, like, I kind of was looking into um, Wicca a little bit, but then I was just like, nah, I don't practice any kind of religion. Like, I don't follow under any kind of limiting, constrictive way of thinking. So I, I bought a Wicca book and I just like, I didn't resonate with it. I didn't like the rules of it. But, yeah, it's literally just witchcraft. They use entities to make things happen for them. They call them black magic. They use servitors, which is, like, demons that they capture. And, yeah. Yeah, so it's a whole different kind of realm. It's not anything that you want to mess with, but you need to be aware of it. I I, I bought a book about witchcraft once when I was younger, when I was really desperate. Um, yeah, and I was just looking at it and I was just like, wow, am I really going to do this stuff? Like, am I really going to, I don't know. I, I, I know that, man, in the wrong, in the wrong hands, like in the desperate, you know, desperate people can do desperate things. I almost went down that hole of like, because, um, you know, the nothing was working in my life. Uh, I'm at a very young age, and mm-hmm. like um, I remember, you know, I know a little, I knew a little bit about law of attraction, and I didn't really know much about consciousness, and you know, I, it was all a mess, and yeah, but like witchcraft was just was so tempting, you know, like there's yes. like, sex spells or like spells to just become the man of, you know, like I don't know, just yeah, it, it's tempting though, it's just like. So is there a good witchcraft? Like, is that a thing? Conscious witchcraft? Okay, but the, in the like, if you want to, there's a perspective where there's no good, there's no bad, there's just frequency. Yeah. yeah. So it just depends on your perspective. But I personally believe that there is a bad. And overall, I think that just from my experience with it, like, 
I don't really see a whole lot of good in it because I had like the pure intentions with it and still like I went I met some really ugly people um cult leaders that were manipulating me and it was really intense (laughs) like I'm telling you it was wild wow okay Oh, whoa. Yeah. So I'm actually, I want to, I'm going to make a video about that experience because it, it was really dark and that actually, that's what steered me away completely from witchcraft at all. And then I had like an experience where like God came to me and told me to stay away from witchcraft. So Stop. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm serious. I really, I had, yeah. Wow. Because there was just so much like darkness involved in it and I had to literally I had these people in my life that I met at a job and he was the one who like taught me a lot about it and he was actually doing the black magic and I had a dream about him I had like a vision that he was a demon and it turned out to be true like he because of what he was messing with wow yeah (laughs) So, as conscious beings now well, on, high, on high vibration, can people using witchcraft mess with us? Um, yeah, they can try to, yeah. Like, I still, like, I when I blocked all these people, yeah. literally, I'm going to tell you a story. It was insane. So, I, I realized that I had to block them off with social media and cut ties, energetic cords with them. Yeah. And two days later my boyfriend shows me a post on reddit and the po- the post is the guy that i blocked on twitter and yeah. his tweet got fame like it got promoted and it was on reddit on this post and my boyfriend just so happened synchronistically hey look at this isn't this funny and i was just like holy crap this is who i just blocked yeah so he i have a theory my intuition told me that like he's like sending out things to me so to rewire that connection because when you feed into that energy it reestablishes the bond between the two of you and if you still have that cord between you he can they can send stuff to you gotcha okay (laughs) that makes total sense yeah and then the other person that i blocked um one of his tweets still showed up on my profile someone retweeted him and i still saw his name and um how do you cut cords? I know I, I've I know a couple couple of methods, but is it something that what if what if there's like a cord that just you're not aware of? Okay, yeah. so every single person that you interact with, you create a cord with them. Yeah, a cord. So yeah, you can be aware. Of, you could have cords that are attached to you that you're not aware of. Um, that's where I I ask in meditation, like show me what cords that are not serving me that I need to cut. Um, so what I did actually was I was in a meditation and I was, uh, my intention was to cut the cords between him. And so I was shown the energetic cord that aligned both of us. And I took my samurai, my sword into the astral realm with me and I cut the cord with that. So you have to have a weapon in your, your, your realm. You can enter the astral realm through meditation and that's where you do like the energetic work. Gotcha. Man, you, you know a lot about this stuff. I, I'm interested um, in hearing about um, the stories that, you know, you say you're going to share later on. 
yeah i mean i can tell you one of them if you'd like this one is literally kind of insane okay all right is this okay to share on your channel? Like, Hey, everything, anything. <laughs> yeah, so I guess this is going to go and show you the extent of what is out there. Um, okay, so I met this guy on Twitter. Um, I'm not going to say any names because who knows if you might hear this. Yeah, you know. Um, he happened to be like a mentalist, crazy, crazy, like dark magic worshiper. I had no idea because at the time these dark beings like um satan is an angel in disguise like he really was an angel and these people can be very deceiving so he lured me in he knew so much like knowledge and it just excited me like he was teaching me so much and he was unlocking so much of my abilities like connecting with him and he was actually able to heal me telepathically um i have an experience where i was in is it still on okay okay my phone like okay cool um it like clicked out of it so i wanted to make sure okay so i had like a really bad bladder infection and i went to the emergency room because i was like in excruciating pain and i was texting him and i was just like yo i'm in so much pain like i don't even know how i'm sitting like i just want to cry and he's just like okay let's try this connect in with me i want you to close your eyes and imagine that we are sitting in front of each other and that i'm taking away your pain and I did that. He'd always say, connect in. And he healed me. My pain went away within a minute. Which some people could say it was a placebo effect. But it didn't didn't seem that way. So that was just kind of like, he just knew. He just would make things happen. He would say things. And then they would like appear in my life. And um, I like was, was really lonely in my life. Um, I met like my best friend and I weren't friends anymore and I told him I was just like yeah during this full moon I'm wishing for a best friend and he like made that happen to me for me like he made he like found he connected me with this friend who actually lived in Corona that he met on Twitter because he lived in Canada and we um, connected with my friend like we were like best friends. It was like an instant connection between the two of us. But it turns out like he connected us because he wanted to use us as his like women in the cult that he was trying to start. <laughs> like, you know how these cult leaders, they just like yeah. want multiple women. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So immediately when we were connected in person, she was FaceTiming him and I got this bad feeling. And I was just like, wait a minute, wait, 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 what is going on here? Like, I, and then I just started getting all these visions about what he was doing and what he was planning. And I was just like, what? And the whole time, like, I was trying to, like, warn her. And he was actually, like, it was so insane. Like, he was, like, possessing her, her, her children. Like, he was sending demons at us because we started to, like, realize, like, what he was up to. And her kids were literally getting possessed. And so that's just like a little backstory about it. Like there's so much more that goes into it. I, I realized he was like unlocking like demonic abilities within me. So I was starting to have like telepathy or not telekinetic powers where I could like, I didn't even mean to do this, but like if my boyfriend and I were getting in an argument, like I would choke him with my mind. Wow. 
And he was just like, what are you doing to me? Like, my boyfriend, like, he knows my abilities. And he's just like, what are you doing to me? Like, what are you doing? And I was just like, wait a minute, that was me? And then it stopped. But then it happened, like, three other times. Like, at the time, my boyfriend and I were, like, kind of, like, going through a lot. And any time that he would upset me, I, like, broke his laptop with my comp- with my mind. Yeah. And then I realized that I broke it and that I'd be able to fix it. Whoa. Wow. With my mind. And this happened two different times. Another time... I, like, I guess he said that I felt like I was, like, crushing his brain. And that's when I knew that something was up. I was just like, okay, these are not normal abilities to have. Like, this is, like, a demonic power. Um, I actually went and babysat for this woman. And she said that she felt divinely guided to choose me as her babysitter. She said that eight other people applied for the job. And that she chose me because she had a message to tell me. And she told me that there, there's this really dark entity attached to me and that I need to get this person out of my life and cut him out. She had no idea who I was. She just knew. And she actually told me that I needed to cut the cords with him. And she started to do this with me. And we could literally see the dark energies coming after us. And she just like stopped and she just like, hold on a minute. And she checked her phone. And I guess her mentor picked up on the energy that she was getting involved with. And her mentor told her to not mess with me and that I had to do this on my own because there's a trap when you break the soul tie. And she's just like, don't worry. Like, I'm going to help you. I'm going to find someone to help you. Like, we're going to figure this out. She never contacted me again. She gave me a holy water essential oil that was from Israel. And she told me that I needed to like anoint the four corners of my room and say this prayer um and that she would let me know when she said that she would have her her tribe help me break the cord and because of the trap because of the trap that was attached to the cord breaking she couldn't get involved with it alone but she like warned me about it so a couple days passed I never heard from her again and like I was starting to really get scared I was just like wow like what the hell is attached to me like literally I would be driving on the freeway I would, my intuition would guide me to look at the driver. And the next thing you know, I would see them get possessed and try to run me off the road. That's crazy. So he was sending these dark entities after me, but I've always been protected. And I was actually guided to break the cord myself because I was just like, no one's going to help me. I have to do it myself then. I'm, I can protect myself. So everything went well. I went to the Elster realm. I broke the cord. At first it wouldn't break. And then I did. I felt guided to go outside to get some fresh air to connect to nature. I get bit by a poisonous spider <laughs> and my organs begin to shut down. <laughs> That's crazy. And um, I was getting ready to go to the hospital and my intuition was just like, no, you can heal this yourself. This is what happened. This was a trap. He's trying to kill you. Um, completely wasn't able to breathe. I felt like my, my, my airways constricting. And I was just like, okay, show me how to stop this. And I was led to using cayenne pepper and a potato. And the cayenne pepper sucked out the venom. And within 10 minutes, the swelling in my foot went down. And I like to call that my shamanic initiation. (laughs) Okay, okay. And ever since then, everything stopped. Wow, that is... (laughs) Thank you for sharing that with me. That's... (laughs) That I'm okay. I'm I'm definitely not going down that hole. Like 
yeah that's not what i <laughs> definitely definitely thank you for sharing that story with all of us because now we know you are welcome and yeah that's i'm sharing this information because i want to warn people against this this witchcraft like you can make things happen with manifestation just with the power of your mind like you don't need to go into that that root of it like you can make things happen just by believing that they will happen and it'll it'll come into your life when you do the proper steps and align with it all right so what so what are you what type of uh, conscious powers are you developing now and do you um have anything from your background that like helps Okay, so, yeah, so when I cut all the, the magic out of my life, all my powers were, like, stripped of me, but they were, like, the demonic powers, and so now I'm developing powers of light. So, as a child, I've always had psychic abilities. Um, I would, like, be able to predict deaths and whatnot, and I just, like, knew things that other people didn't. Um, but now I just, like, I'm extremely, extremely empathetic to the point where I can, like, catch somebody's sickness and realize that, it's not my sickness and just like take it away (laughs) and I can just like I just am able to I met this guy last week and I could tell that he was dying and it turns out that he was like deathly ill and I could just like sense things and I'm able to have visions of the future of my future of like different events like I can tell what's going to happen in someone else's life before they do so i know most people i can just see everybody's like future just by connecting with them and then i still have the telekinetic powers but they're not for bad now like just turning lights on and off (laughs) (laughs) most people that interact with me um in person i unlock i'm like a key and i unlock their abilities so the last person i unlocked he had I unlocked visions within him and he was just like, what did you do? Like, I don't know what you are, but thank you. <laughs> he literally was so funny. He's just like, I've never gotten a vision before. I've only heard about it, but this interaction with you caused this to happen. <laughs> so um, Buddhism calls this a bodhisattva, which is someone that unlocks more gifts within themselves by unlocking it in other people. So with each person that I unlock, a new power unlocks within me. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm jealous of your of your uh, spiritual conscious powers because I'm over here thinking, oh man, I'm, <laughs> I'm able to be so cool <laughs> being all present and stuff. <laughs> but I feel like everybody has these abilities. It's just about getting in touch with them. Yeah. And I think maybe that mine are just stronger because I guess I've been reincarnated more. Like maybe I've just, I'm an older, I have an older soul than most people. Yeah. And that's why it's been so easy for me to remember. But have you ever, what? Have you ever um, looked up your, uh, I think it's your Mayan dream, dream spell uh, astrology? Um, I haven't. Um. Yeah, I remember my friend. Um, he he did he did it for me, but it's like astrology. But astrology is kind of for the carnal body or something like that. And then the dream spell, it, uh, it's actually uh, insanely accurate. And I don't think it's anything dark. Uh, but it, it talks 
it, it allows you to know more about your um uh your your soul and it's really cool it kind of it, it told me that my soul i have like a younger soul okay yeah so i mean i felt that in you too so you have every single human being like i'm no one special it just is different from what people are used to, but we all have these abilities in us. We all can do this. Okay. Everybody, every single human being has this ability. So you can do this too. Okay. Gotcha. So you're going to have, you're going to, you can unlock visions. You are empathetic. You can heal people. Like we all just have to get in touch with this side of ourselves. Okay. So I, I'm for sure like a hundred percent old soul. I know that. I know how many times I've reincarnated. I've connected with past lives. So you're a baby. (laughs) But you're on the right path. (laughs) And you're going to unlock it all. Maybe in this lifetime, you'll learn it all. I mean, if it happens, it happens. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm just chilling. (laughs) Yep, just take it for what it is. But that's where we're moving towards. So the entire consciousness, we're eventually just all going to be able to talk telepathically. And that's also another gift that I have is being able to communicate telepathically. But we all have this. We can all move. We're all moving towards this. Yeah, Yeah, I I knew these things were possible. But but you telling me and you sharing your experiences with us, um, I know that this is going to help a lot of people. yeah, just just because you open up that possibility you know, mm-hmm. with, your, with your experience. And yeah, um, for me, my whole life, it's like every time someone talks about it, like, you know, um, when I interview other people and then they're talking about, wow, how deeply conscious they get and whatnot, then that it just automatically um, levels me up and just levels people up just by um, the, now that yeah. that possibility you know it's open Mm -hmm. okay um so i'm actually gonna have to end the podcast right now but hold on are you still there yeah yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) hey thank you so much Yes, of course. Sorry that it was so abrupt. Um. Yeah. No, I just took my phone, too. I was like, how long have we been talking? How long has it been? I, I want to say an hour and something. An hour oh, wow. and 10 minutes or whatnot. Dang. Okay. Hey. Well, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. Um, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Sounds Bye. good. I'll um, write me on Twitter. <laughs> Got All you. right. Bye. Bye.